I went to a um a spinning workshop a couple of weeks ago uh, because we were going to get meters on our bikes, hopefully. And uh, so we went to a workshop to look at the meters and, you know, learn how to use them. And uh, I got recognized. I, was, I couldn't believe it. Someone, really? Yeah. Someone came in and said, are, is, are you Chris Spins? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's me. She's like, oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity. She was. <laughs> It was funny. And the girl I was with, one of the instructors, just rolling her eyes like, ah. <laughs> it's just Chris. It was funny. Hi, this is Amy, the senior group fitness instructor at the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Are you looking for a spark of inspiration to bring to your next class? Find us at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. You're listening to the author of Chris Spins, uh, a woman with over a thousand followers on Spotify, and I'm very jealous. Chris Hawthorne, welcome to the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Thank you. Good to be here. I, I know I caught you short on that. You didn't expect me to that's, roll right into this, but it was a fun little okay. story. Welcome back, Chris. To, let's refresh everybody's memory. They may be following you on your Chris Bins blog or as Chris Bins on Spotify, uh, but where are you located on the map? I am in Oneida, New York, which is about 30 minutes east of Syracuse. Got it. And it's still chilly there. It's very chilly. Spring is here, but not really. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, we're actually recording this a few days into the spring of 2014. Um, hard to believe based on weather, although I know we have plenty of people listening to this in San Diego or Sarasota, predominantly warm areas. But we're lucky to live up here in the frozen north, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Where are you teaching these days? Uh, I teach at a local YMCA. I teach uh, two or three classes a week there. Got it. And you have a pretty regular following? I do. I do. We have about uh, 27 bikes, and we try to fill them every class. <laughs> and are you successful? Um, yeah, we get up there sometimes, sure. Last night, I think I had 24, 25. That's awesome. That's pretty uh, good for a small YMCA. My question for you, Chris, is, you know, you've kind of staked out your place as a, as a playlist expert. You know, I'm always curious to ask, you know, what motivated you to you to do that? Because it takes a lot of work to keep up your blog and to be creating all these playlists and then sharing them with everybody. You know, where was your motivation to do that? Yeah, well, I guess uh, when I, I started teaching, people would come to me, um, people that took my classes, and they would say, wow, I love that song, or I love that whole playlist. Where can I get it? And um, I was on iTunes at the time, so I would um, copy, make a printout of my playlist and give them out during my classes. And then I, I thought... That's wasting paper and time. So I would put it on a blog and I gave people the address to my blog. Um, and, you know, there are times when I think, oh, what, who am I doing this for? Why am I doing this? But then I'll get an email or um, a post from a member that says, oh, I just love your playlist and I love your songs. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, thank you so much. So, you know, once I realize how many instructors I'm helping now, I am motivated to keep doing it. And it's fun. I love music and cycling to good music. So, 
And so you're passionate about, you know, just the process of discovering music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on every Tuesday, New Music Tuesday on iTunes. I wake up early and get on iTunes to see what's new, what I can put in my newest playlist. And are you finding those tracks in Spotify then? I am. I, I do like to go to iTunes first. It's just easier to navigate the new music there. And then I, I quickly go over and see if I can find it in Spotify. Gotcha. Okay. But are they, is it new music, meaning it's new releases from artists or? Yes. Yes. New, newly dropped music every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Every Tuesday. And I, and I, am I correct? They're also, they all typically offer a free track on that day. Um, iTunes does. iTunes yes. does. Right. Okay. Is it in a format that Spotify can look at or do you have to convert it? Um, I'm not sure what you mean. You know, there's different types of file formats that come out of iTunes. You know, there's their AAC just uh, version, but there's also protected versions that they have, you know, with the DR- with the DRM that won't work on Spotify. I very rarely have to buy a song on iTunes because normally if I see it on iTunes, I can find it on Spotify. There are times that I can't, so I'll I'll buy it on iTunes, and it, it usually does for me transfer over to Spotify. Okay, so you don't Easily. have any <clears throat> no problems. At all. I have had no problems with that. All right, you have kind of become the expert on using Spotify with your iPhone, mm-hmm. and and you know you've had a bunch of posts and been very very helpful. And we've been using how long have we been using Spotify now? A couple of years, year and a uh, half. A couple of years for me, yes. Okay, uh, are you still getting questions from people? Yes, all the time. People. Um, who have just started Spotify, especially, and they're always upgrading. Um, and I'll, I'll just come across the new upgrades just by chance sometimes. So um, when someone asks me a question, I'll look into it and I'll say, oh, they've updated that. You know, they've added this feature. So I'm, it's constantly changing, but I am always getting questions. All right. Anything in particular that you keep hearing over and over? Um, I think people... Uh, think they can use a, a regular iPod <laughs> with yeah. Spotify still. I think new people think that. And I, I'm, I might have thought that too myself. But that's the big question you get. Is do you have to have a, an iPhone or, or some kind of phone that will um, play the music? And, you know, the answer is yes, you do need a wireless connection to sync your playlist. But uh, once you take them offline, you don't need that wireless connection. That's the big, biggest question I get. Exactly. Yeah. And it just, it still frustrates me to no end where Spotify shows connecting your your iPhone with a cord. Uh Please, if you're listening to this and you're considering Spotify at no time, will you ever transfer music from your computer to your device with a cord? Right. It's all wireless. It's all wireless. Absolutely. You got to be connected on the same wireless network. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I got, um, I was trading emails with another ICI pro member and he's having a bunch of trouble with songs from iTunes that are that that don't show up anymore, and mm. they're not protected. They're not anything. And he, and he pointed me to a couple of there's like a Google group, and uh, and then on the Spotify um, forum, you know, people complaining about this. Are you seeing any issues in the uh, interaction between Spotify and iTunes? Yes, I, that is maybe the second most ask question I get. Um, and I, myself, my answer to that, and this always works for me, 
I have uh, Spotify on my phone, my um, laptop, and my desktop. And what I do is get all those devices together in one room, and I shut down Spotify in all of those uh, devices, and then I turn it back on, and it's like magic. They all appear for me. I don't know what it's doing or how that's working, but for me, that works. I use a Mac, too, so I don't know if that's going to work for everyone. Right. Well, some of us are still in the dark ages with our PCs. Right. But... Sorry. <laughs> you, you and I were chatting before we started recording where I was saying, eh, I'm just so close. I'm getting the yeah, blue screen of death. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, Amy's really enjoying her MacBook. But you're saying that bringing them all online together, connected to the same wireless network all at the same time is creating something that's helping them understand each other. Yeah. There, there are times where I'll, I'll put a song on from my laptop and it won't, it won't light up. It won't show on the playlist. So it's not as lit as the other songs. So you can tell it's not going to play. Even though it should. Even though it should. And it, it might be one of my local files from iTunes. So that's when I'll go and, and bring all my devices together, shut everything down, turn it back on. And ma- it's like magic. It's like magic. Well, that's <laughs> Just, a great tip. Well... I, I don't know if it'll work for everyone, but try it. It's worth a try. Well, in the PC world, if if you get into a have a problem, you know, my suggestion is always you first, and I forgive the way I say it, but you reboot the pig, right? And shut it all down, bring it all back, you know, kind of let it regenerate itself. Yeah, I guess it's the same idea. And, and it and it works from there. All right. Uh, any other particular questions that you're getting from primarily new users? You know, confusion. I think those are the are the two big ones that I can think of right now. I think once they get past that wireless thing, I think they they get into it and start using it, and it's it's really pretty simple. Okay, right. Because actually, you know, do you ever plug your your iPhone in anymore, other than to charge it? No. Okay, because they can, you know, they should be able to, or mine does, update everything wirelessly. Yeah, yeah, it does work. I I have to be close. Sometimes I'll forget and get in my car and drive away and have to come back to sync my playlist because I... In the the garage. Yeah. I've I've done it. (laughs) I have done it. I've gotten halfway to the gym and thought, oh, I didn't think it was syncing yet, so I had to turn around and sync it. So just make sure that's done before you leave. All right. Now, Schwinn introduced a new, what they call Class Tamer app, um, but it only works with iTunes. Did you get a chance to look at that at all, play with it? I did see lots of posts on Facebook about that and lots of people excited about it, uh, but I haven't, I haven't looked at it yet. And the main reason is because I don't use iTunes as much, but I've heard a lot of great things about it already. Right. Well, and for the optically impaired um, yeah. like me, that is... The, having those big numbers <laughs> it's just it, it, yeah and i don't know if you uh cycle in the dark when when you can but i know we do that in the winter time when it's dark at in the evenings um and it's very hard to see in the dark and small numbers so anything that would help with that would be great well right and i i don't like to touch my phone any more than i need to right because you know, you don't, 
you know, like when you try to scroll through the playlist and then you inadvertently hit shuffle, right? Or hit shuffle or just switch to a new track. Right. And it becomes very uh, disruptive. So I, or you drip on it, dripping on yeah. it is typically oh. enough to uh, change songs. And so just having those big numbers that I can see without trying to pick my phone up and get the proper distance from my eyes in order to see it. Maybe I should just bring my readers to class Yes, uh, at some point. But yes, our, my studios typically are rather dark. I, I try to, well, not try. I, I typically use video in just about every class. Wow. <clears throat> Just to you know, provide atmosphere, or uh, we've I've got uh, the latest Epic Planet DVD, which is uh, um, their Race Across America footage, which is very cool. And so we've been, you know, I'll jump right in the class and ride with them on that. And then I've got my iPhone on with a Bluetooth connection. And uh, if somebody has questions about that, there'll be a link to a post that I did um, explaining it's a twenty dollar little. Uh, Bluetooth transmitter that I use. You just plug your uh, stereo system into it and then you can pair to it right away and then you can bring your phone out to the class and still have control over the volume and and whatnot. Um, but the if I could just understand the size of the or the length of the playlist. <laughs> yes. Do you have children or children, young adults or young people coming to your classes? I, I do every once in a while. And, and, um, what we, my gym says to that is, uh, we don't really have an age limit. Of course we have a, a height limit and you need to be able to fit on the bike. It's typically, I believe around four ten, four eleven. So as long as, as the child fits on the bike and is with an adult and can, can do the class without being silly, we let them stay. And I have had several, um, I would say around 12, 11 or 12 year olds come. They don't come often, but once in a while. Right. Because we ultimately want to encourage them to come. Absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And, 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 but yet on the flip side of it, as an instructor, I know that having squirrely young people in class can be kind of frustrating. So I can, I can understand where some would prefer not to have Right. In the class. But if they're coming with their parent. I would say, yeah, make sure they're with an adult at least the first couple of times so you can get a feel for how they're going to be. I'm all for it. Does it make sense to to insist that they're up in front? I definitely like them up in front. I like to keep my eye on them because, because uh, you know, their parents there for their workout too. I encourage any new people to be up front, um, but especially kids, yes. Exactly. Have your kids ever come take in, to take your class? They have, they have, well, my son, Alex, who's 15 now, he took it when he was about 13 and, um, he made it about 20 minutes and I asked him to leave. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a little sassy. And then he, um, he happened to have that growth spurt where he grew and lost some weight. And, uh, he came, uh, you know, just a few months ago and he did great and he, he doesn't love it, but, um, he comes every once in a while. But he was a little disrespectful to mom. Well, yeah, and he I guess he didn't realize that we're all very serious and uh so we had to we had to ask him to leave, but he was fine with leaving, believe me, at that point. <laughs> so he pops okay. his head in every once in a while and says hello, but All right. Well, again, um I'm sure they love their mom. They do. It's been fun chatting with you. Um we're going to sign off here and then uh, the two of us are going to roll through your 
latest profile, what you're calling four corners, two ways. Yes. All right. Quickly, what is, what's the basis of that? The four corners incorporates the four cornerstone movements of the spinning program, the seated climbs, standing climbs, seated flats, and standing flats. It's like a track going around those four movements four different times. Got it. All right. Well, I'm going to look forward to recording that with you. So Chris Hawthorne, Chris Spins. Yes. And you are at chrispins1.wordpress.com. Correct. Or Google knows you very well because you have your blog yes. is very powerful. And also if you're on Spotify, you just have to search um, and then you can be one of the over 1,000 followers that you have on Spotify. Correct. Thanks for listening to the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast, the voice of indoor cycling. You can find us at IndoorCycleInstructor.com and we're in the iTunes Music Store. Search Indoor Cycling and subscribe to our free podcast. Now, if you're like most instructors, you're struggling with finding the time to create the perfect class profile and the music playlist to go with it. If that sounds like you, consider a premium subscription to ICI Pro. We've done all the work for you. Inside ICI Pro, you'll find the largest collection of comprehensive class profiles for teaching conventional classes, classes featuring heart rate, and also power. Contributed by the most diverse collection of master trainers and rock star instructors on the planet. Every profile includes a complete music playlist we guarantee your class will enjoy. Combine ICI Pro with Spotify and you could be ready to teach an awesome class in minutes. Visit IndoorCycleInstructor.com forward slash pro and start your no-risk trial subscription today.